Hello and welcome to Sim Radio here on the Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Madness and you're tuned into Mixing It with Nikki Chris. This is Nikki, and in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talent. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger. My guest today is the CEO of Speller Productions and CCO of Double Down Cosmetics. 14-year survivor of domestic violence, she's a fierce advocate of human trafficking and domestic violence where she has taken her survivorship experience and used it out of silence to better her community. She is additionally a 2015 Betty Fisher Legacy Humanitarian of the Year recipient on behalf of the Haven Hills organization. As a professional musician, She is a 2018 Global Peace Song Award Jury Prize winner and a 2022 Josie Award Song of the Year Social Impact nominee with her husband, Marvin. Please join me in welcoming my wonderful, beautiful sister, Kristen Speller. Kristen, welcome to Mixing It. How are you? Thank you so much, Nikki. I'm honored to be here on Mixing It with you. I am doing really well and very excited that the fall is here in October as you and I will be heading to the Josie Music Awards this month. Yes, I know. It's so exciting, and we're so looking forward to it in Sim Jam and JMA Fest. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. Awesome. Well, let's get right to it because I have a lot of questions that I want to ask you because you are such a multifaceted woman in the music and entertainment industry and cosmetic industry as well with, with your cosmetic brand and everything that you do, your advocacy work. Lots going on in your life. How did you begin your journey into the music and cosmetic industry because, you know, not many people do both. So could you give us a little bit of insight into that? Uh, Certainly. Uh, In 2004, I drove 3,000 miles from my hometown of Taunton, Massachusetts to Hollywood, California for a dream of becoming a songwriter. I wrote a song uh, two weeks after my father died called Sunny September Rain, which is yet to be released, but we are going uh, to release it. And my family has been in the music business since 1942, so my family has legacy and longevity in this business in different variations, mainly in jazz, blues, and R&B. I am the first woman of Cape Verdean descent here in America to be in the rock genre, which has been very exciting because I created my own niche, and that's exactly what I wanted to do because I still wanted ties to my family, but I also wanted to create a music lineation that led me into the business, but in a different genre. And so my cousin, Tiny Tavares, of the Grammy award-winning band Tavares, uh, read my song. I brought it to him because back then we didn't have social media. I didn't really know how to go about anything, but I thought that this song that I wrote was so strong, I felt like it could take me somewhere. And so... He is the one that was very instrumental in telling me to stay in Hollywood. He told me that Hollywood would come uh, knocking on my door, 
and I started entering songwriting contests. And back then, you had to print everything, send it in, you know, a self-stamped um, envelope and, you know, all of the ways in which we used to communicate back then. And I started winning these contests with Sunny September Rain. So I knew that I could definitely forge my own path. It certainly wasn't easy as a domestic violence survivor. And like you said, I'm a 14-year survivor of domestic violence. This is a very uh, significant survivorship journey, if you will, because I escaped my ex-husband. I lived in hiding for four years. And within that, I had a physician who started asking me if I noticed anything noticeable about the makeup that I was wearing that could lead to neurological toxins. I mean, to be honest, Nikki, I was just trying to survive. I, I, I wasn't even looking at that. I just knew that I needed to use makeup to cover up my wounds to keep my job in corporate America. And so when he, you know, mentioned that to me, it started to, you know, get my wheels turning. And I said, oh, my gosh. Maybe there is something to this. Maybe the makeup that I'm wearing is leading to more neurological damage. I don't know. But I started doing a lot of research. And once I met my husband, he knew that my dream was to have a makeup company. And I knew that uh, if we were to start something, it would have to be in clean cosmetics. Because I said to myself, look, if down the line parabens come back and there's nothing to it, then we can put them back in. But for right now, I don't feel comfortable presenting anything additionally to domestic violence survivors when they're already dealing with wounds, neurological damage, gaslighting from their perpetrators and just trying to survive physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and mentally. And so um, once we created Double Down Cosmetics in 2017, we went into the clean beauty space and we are a mission-led brand and we provide free makeovers to domestic violence survivors, which include uh, victim impact statements. We go to court with survivors and we help file for restraining order hearings. And with my music, I donate all my music free to the shelters here in Los Angeles and in Las Vegas, Nevada. And so everything circles under one umbrella. And that's how I got into all of this. And I just think it is so inspiring that that you do all of this. And I love the fact that you are doing clean cosmetics because while it does have a significant impact for these women and how they're covering up their wounds, putting makeup on and making sure that it's not continuing to hurt them, it's also actually very important for other women who may not be of domestic violence, but having a clean cosmetic brand for them as well. So it's it's all encompassing. I mean, I think you created something for a specific purpose, but it is usable across multiple areas, right? It's not, you know, while it was specifically created to help and make sure that uh, domestic violence victims or, you know, somebody who's been a victim of, of, of some type of abuse, for them, anybody could use it. I use it. I use your stuff, right? You know what I mean? And so I think I it's, it's wonderful. I, you know, I think it's absolutely wonderful. And I, I so, so, so love the mission of the brand. Absolutely incredible. And I know that your music advocacy work and the cosmetic company all run in tandem together. And I think that's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And I love everything that you and your husband are doing because it is so, so very important. So, so Thank very you important. so much. So, so proud of, of you guys and all that you've accomplished. And I know that you've worked so 
so hard. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Nikki. I appreciate that. I appreciate you wearing a product. We're so honored that our music community wears them. And you're right. I mean, everybody um, can wear Double Down Cosmetics. And it's like we said, our mission statement is a brand built by a survivor for all survivors. You know, we represent with purpose and uh, and that's that's who we are. You know, we're representative of all, you know, and as a black woman being in the clean beauty space, there weren't enough products to represent all melanated skin tones from the lightest to the deepest. And there was clearly a gap and we saw that gap and we filled that gap because we want everybody Every woman, no matter where you come from, race, religion, creed, whatever, we want everybody to be represented and to feel good. We are living in such strenuous times. And, you know, we wanted to take the the guessing and the guesswork. We wanted to take that out and just create something where people didn't have to guess about it. They just knew that it worked. And that's really what we're so proud of. Absolutely. And I completely agree with you. And I I love the fact that it is so pure, right? And it's just like, look, I'm just putting on makeup. I love your little... (laughs) squirty spray thing the little set the set it the set it one that's like one of my and I'm oh my god it's like so awesome so yep we're talking about makeup here but I love it love it absolutely oh my gosh well we're we're, uh we're bringing we're bringing more to the forefront we uh we're very grateful and yes I love that you use the cucumber and the rose hydrosol to set your makeup that's what I use and also Nikki, you know, we have a lot of women who have skin conditions and, you know, I'm a cosmetic chemist and formulator. And so one of the things that we really wanted to do as well was to be innovative. You know, we use ingredients that nobody's using in the clean beauty space and nobody's really using in traditional beauty. And we wanted to make sure that could enhance women's beauty naturally while solving issues such as eczema, such as hyperpigmentation, such as acne, such as boils and cysts and things like that. And so we always come from a hydrating perspective. And so I'm I'm so happy that you love our hydrosols because that is key to really maintaining the pH balance in the skin. They are wonderful. And if you are interested in purchasing any of the Double Down Cosmetics, just go to Double Down cosmetics.com and you can order right from the website but I also think that you have some of your items in some of the big box stores don't you yes so we are very fortunate Uh, we are in Walmart online and so we're on walmart.com we're also in an international retailer called UT which is based out of uh, London England and we're also in uh, Hella Black nationally, and uh, we are on wholesale uh, website called Fair. And we're also in retail here in Las Vegas, Nevada, and in Henderson, Nevada, at Herbally Grounded. Uh, it is a wellness cove, and that was our first retailer, and we love them. And they're spreading their wellness message, and that's what we're about. So we're very grateful for the people that have picked up our products um, at all of these retailers and um, we have more exciting news coming for 2023 and uh, we're very excited about this we've worked really really hard you know we're just really grateful that we can continue the message and really bring clean cosmetics to a space and really deliver in a space where we feel there's still additional gaps i'm looking forward to the new product and we can't wait for those to come out, and I know that you will be showcasing those soon, so we'll just leave it at that, and awesome. So let's switch gears for just 
a little bit. Let's talk about your music because I know that that was the original pathway to all of the uh, cosmetic accomplishments and all of the things that you're doing and all of the advocacy and things like that. So musically, I know that you've changed over the years, right? We all do. We kind of morph a little bit and, and do different things. But describe your music for our listeners. I've been in the rock genre, and I just have to say, Nikki and I have been a double duo in rock because we're the only two females in the indie space that have been in rock. And so Nikki and I, we've been going at it for the past seven years together. And so I've been there for such a long time. I am a guitar and dulcimer player, mainly a dulcimer player. I really wanted to separate myself in Los Angeles because there are so many singer-songwriter guitar players that are female. And one of the things that I really wanted to switch gears in 2016 is that I I really wanted to separate myself because I felt as though I have a very unique sound, but I felt like the guitar wasn't really honing in on some of the dissonance that I needed, some of the texture that I needed to match my voice. And my husband uh, got my first dulcimer for me in 2011 as a birthday present. And I remember having to record uh, Phoenix Rising Up, my biggest single to date. And I had to record it in three weeks. And I was like, I, I haven't even learned the song. I don't even know how to play the dulcimer. So I called the recording academy and I'm like, you know, do you have a dulcimer teacher? Do you have a professor of dulcimer music? They were like, we don't. And I was like, um, you have a catalog of, only, of over 20,000 people. You don't have any dulcimer teachers. And they were like, we don't. And so I was like, well, self-taught has been uh, something that my family has done so well. So let me just rise up like the song says and let me learn Phoenix. And that's what I did. And when you go to Phoenix Rising Up, everybody says that my dulcimer sounds like a 12-string guitar. That's me playing for the first time, and that's the cut that we used on analog. I'm not kidding. That's a little bit about how I started with the dulcimer. And then I really felt as though rock music really fit me because uh, my first album was about my freedom uh, from domestic violence. And being in rock, you can add different instruments, and you can really pounce on those drums, and you can really do these guitar riffs that really match your emotional state. And so it was a perfect fit for me to be in that genre. And as I have grown just within music and really wanted to create a new level of awareness, as I've always been a mental health and social impact musician, I really wanted to expand my wherewithal within genres. And so last year, I created with my husband our incredible new band called KS and the Lifted, and we are working on music for 2023 and 2024, and we did our first performance last year on my 47th birthday for our Indie Music Collaborative in North Kingstown, Rhode Island, which is part of my home base because I was born and raised in Taunton, Massachusetts, so I was in New England, and it was so special, and on my birthday... And my entire band said, listen, we are living in very, like I said earlier, very stressful, very strenuous times um, within our nation, within our country, globally. So many people are hurting. And my husband and I, um, we not only work in domestic violence and human trafficking, 
but we work with our unhoused veterans. And my husband and I actually wrote this song um, partially in Brentwood where our unhoused veterans were living on the streets in the encampment. And my husband kept saying, we're going to lift you up. We're going to lift you up. And so um, his title for the song was his vision. And we wrote this together. This is my husband's first music nomination, first full song that he's written with me. And so we received a very stunning and incredible Josie award nomination for this year for Song of the Year Social Impact. And so we give credence to our band and everything that it has brought. This nomination, Mickey, I cannot even begin to tell you how it has impacted our domestic violence, human trafficking, and unhoused veteran community. It has lifted them in a way in which they have told us that nothing else has lifted them. So this nomination has really propelled us in our uh, community outreach, and we are so so grateful for this for this nomination because for us it impacts in a way where other avenues may not. Well, that is just an absolute beautiful segue to sharing this song. So it is called We're Going to Lift You Up, and it is by KS and the Lifted, and we are going to play it for everyone. So I'm going to put this on and... I know that you all will enjoy it. Here it is. We're going to lift you up. In this light, I will always be seen. There was times I was left alone, a dark room, a dark life, a dark love. But black is beautiful, even if black has me blinded. In this darkness, I am heavy-minded. But I am never alone. And yet, real life can be seen in rose colors. Sunny sides are always up. Currents vibrant sounds of love sounds and beats of skipping hearts. Blood pumps through veins of shape-shifted souls. Mirrors of the universe reflected higher and higher.
Congratulations on your nomination. I think it is absolutely so inspiring that all of the people that this song was written for have taken to the nomination and have lifted you and your husband up because of the nomination. I think it is absolutely wonderful. And it's my understanding that you're going to be recording this with your band, The Lifted, and we may actually get this released sometime soon. Tell us about that. Yes. So um, when I was home last year, I actually recorded it, but we, we wanted to add some different things. We thought that we could do a little bit better. And so that's always my goal is to do better and to learn and to listen. And so we decided that we're going to re-record it. I'm going to head back to Boston, record with my band, and then we're going to have our other band members in other parts of the country uh, recorded as well at that time. And then we're going to get it mixed and mastered and we are going to enter it into bluegrass and folk. So we're going into an entirely different genre, but we have dulcimer, we have violin, we have tambourine, we have spoken word, we have guitars, we have all of that. We have harmonies. I'm the lead vocals. So we have all of that to add to a brand new genre And we are so very excited, especially for me, who's been in rock for 12 years, to really go into folk. It's always been a dream of mine to make a folk album because I've always covered Tracy Chapman songs. My favorite artists are Alana Davis and India Ari. And so that was always my goal from the beginning. I I thought that I was going to be in folk, but, you know, when you enter for Grammy nominations and you enter for other awards, they ended up putting me in rock for all of my songs. Uh, and so I, I stayed there. And now um, to, you know, really branch out and to be in these other genres just makes me so happy because we have the music that fits first and foremost, and we have a message that fits within those genres as well. And I think that makes total sense. I mean, one of the things that I really, really love about music is that you can move in and out of genres. And I really hate being pigeonholed in one specific genre and yes like you i mean i always end up in you know rock or pop right but i too am exploring other avenues so i think it's it's wonderful to see you shifting rather naturally into some of these other spaces i do think that rock can be very much interpreted depending upon your mix 
and how you present a specific song in bluegrass, in folk, right? It's not that far of a stretch. In my opinion, a lot of times, I think the only one that probably really, really, really is really hard to bounce out of is maybe, like, if you were going into classical, I'd be like, Christian, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? <laughs> moving into like folk, moving into folk and moving into bluegrass totally works for me. Even sidestepping into maybe like country rock, that would even work. Changing into something yeah. more of like a offbeat, you know, like classical, maybe I'd be like, I'm picking on the classical genre for the moment. But you know, that that would be like, <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I'd be it, like, that's it, not for it me. Works, it doesn't right? fit. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but I... But, you know, I mean, genre is very subjective, right? I, I actually know that there's one genre that I will never go into because I just don't think my voice lends itself to that particular genre. But I do think with practice and tweaking, you can certainly move across the musical spectrum. And, and why do we have to pigeonhole ourselves? You may have been in rock all these years, but... So what? Do something else. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, I would. I'm not a metal musician. I'll never be in best metal performance. <laughs> I'll never be. I'll never be in you know classical compendium performance. You know, there's just stuff I will never be in. I appreciate it wholeheartedly. I will just never be in it. So exactly, there's you know like a direct lineation, right? Um, and you can forego into into genres that fit, then that's one thing. But it's like I say, you know, uh, stay in your lane. I'm staying in my lane. <laughs> I think it's great, and I'm looking forward to the new music in the new space. I think it's going to be fabulous. I really do, and I'm looking forward to thank it. Thank you so um, much, Nikki. Oh, thank you. You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. So I'm going to tap on a question that I do ask all of my songwriters who join the show you do write your own music songwriting tip or trick that you might want to share with our listeners oh that's a great question and I know and I know I listen to your podcast so I know you asked this and I, you know it's so funny I wasn't even thinking about it but now I'm thinking about it um one of the things that I am attached to and this is something that I love that you do. You do your songwriting prompts on Instagram, and I love it. I think that you have to figure out something that you're attached to. I'm attached to water, so I write about 90% of my songs in the shower. That works for me. I'm very attached to water. And so this is um, an exercise which is really interesting. In the domestic violence community, and when I was in therapy for three years, they would ask artistically, we would do these um, art classes um, through therapy, and when we were doing art therapy, they would ask, you know, what's a happy thing that you're attached to? And I think that um, I never looked at water as attachment or anything like that. But I said, oh, my gosh, I've written 90 to 95 percent of my music in the shower. And I feel so attached to water. And I think it's because when I escaped to save my life from domestic violence, whenever I took a shower, I always felt so free. It's where I made my plans to escape. It's where I go, and there's such an attachment to me. So I think a really great trick would figure out an attachment if it's the sun right in the sun. It's by a fireplace, right by a fireplace. If it's when you're, you know, eating cookies, do that. I think there's something to that. 
I don't know the sociological background of any of it, but that would be a tip from me. Oh, that's awesome. I don't have a space that I write in, you know, that I'm attached to. That's like really weird. Is something wrong with me? No, I don't, of course not. I don't. Like I said, everybody <laughs> has their own process, but for me, like that's my tip. But I bet there's something but to I you, think that's really I bet cool. you just have to find it. <laughs> Thank you. Really yeah, it's interesting. I mean, if you li- yeah, I mean, if you listen to my sh- my shows, which I know that you do, you know, I always tell people I'm a, I'm a binge writer. Like, I will, you know, not write. And honestly, I, you know, haven't really written a whole bunch in a long, long time. I Every now and then I'll mess around with stuff. But I just binge write and get to the point where I'm like, oh, okay, now I need to write and now I need to do this. Or I all of a sudden just get inspiration from something and I just spew. But I love this whole water. You're the second person that has mentioned to me that they are connected to water and that they do really? they do write a lot in that component. I just think mm. that's really cool. Yeah, I, I think it. it's really cool too because it's there's so much like I don't know like like I'll be in the shower and Marvin comes in and he's like, "Yeah, are you writing a new one?" I'm like, "You know, I am." <laughs> <laughs> and um, because obviously he just knows and it's, you know, and it's, it's my space and it, there's so many attachments. And I mean, I think of, you know, I, I just, I think of um, just the vision and it's, it always goes back to water, which is really interesting for me. I think it's really interesting as well. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Wonderful. You're welcome. My pleasure. So you and your husband work together on many businesses. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, my husband, first of all, Nikki, he is the best business partner. I don't trust anybody else, number one. His business acumen goes back 30 years. He was a DM for Starbucks, worked at Domino's Pizza, a DM for Barry Yogurt, was a DM in education, and his wherewithal is so incredible and immaculate and pristine. And I didn't really come from that because my mother was very corporate and my mother was a therapist. And so um, my father was a musician for 50 years. He also worked corporate in between, but he was a full-time musician for 50 years. And so I never really got like the entrepreneurial spirit, if you will. And it's been, it's been such a learning process for me personally I feel like I, I can sometimes get stuck as an entrepreneur because it's like, oh, I'm not, not that I don't know what to do, but it, I, it, just to navigate, it's just different coming from someone telling you what to do, punching in at a certain time, having a list of what you need to get done. You have to do that for yourself, right? You have to develop that for yourself. So it's definitely been a, lear- a learning curve, and I'm so grateful to be doing this with my husband. And so we decided that, you know, when we started our relationship, our love for each other turned in our love for community, and it really just works. We just fit together. You know, a lot of people ask me, you know, don't you get sick of your husband? And the truth is I don't as a husband, and I don't get sick of him as a business partner. Of course we agree to disagree, but It's not long, drawn-out fights. It's like, you know what, this is my perspective. This is your perspective. We agree to disagree, and we we come to middle ground. It's really as simple as that. You know, there's no no need to argue. There's nothing 
There's nothing that big or that deep that is worth an argument in business, in my opinion. You can always go back to the drawing board. You can always work it out. And sometimes it's like, oh, I see where he's coming from. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Or he'll say, honey, you know, I apologize. Maybe I didn't see fully your, um, you know, your side of things. And, you know, it's like I tell him, like, there's no need to apologize. It's just, you know, we're two different people and we have two different lenses, um, and so we're we're working through various lenses to really figure out something that works, a formula that works, and we've been able to make that happen. Whether it's with our nonprofit where we serve the community, whether it's with Double Down Cosmetics, whether it's us coaching the community. Um, my husband is a master transformational coach. He coaches our unhoused community, and he also coaches um, domestic violence survivors. And so we're able to really forge it. That has been the biggest blessing of my life, and I wouldn't want to do it with any other person. And now to have him as my songwriting partner, Nikki, oh, my gosh, I've written with so many people, but it has been the best. He's so gentle and kind and really wants to fit words um, into a spectrum where we can really impact the community. And there really is nothing greater. I've been with him for almost 12 years, and uh, I'm telling you, it's, it's just been, it's been the biggest joy of my life. Well, seeing the two of you together, I can certainly attest to that because the two of you are probably the most adorable couple I have ever seen. And oh. I met your husband. He is just a genuinely wonderful individual. He's quiet, unless I don't really know know him that well. But I mean, I feel that he's a little bit shy. I don't know, could just be me. Or he doesn't know me well enough to go gangbangers on it, you know, be like, yay, Rowdy. But then again, I'm very, I'm, I'm very extra. You're extroverted. We're both extroverted. So it's just like, you know, for our listeners, Kristen and I, we're, we're both extroverted individuals when we get together. We're just like, ah, you know, two people. That's pie. us. But anyway, that's us. Yeah, Nikki that, that is us. That is us. Nikki is my sister with two peas in a pod. And, you know, Marvin, um, Marvin isn't so much shy, but he's very um, intuitive and he is an empath like me. So he's just very thoughtful. And, you know, sometimes, and it's like I say, you know, sometimes it's not the loudest people in the room. Sometimes it's the ones who are silent um, that can make Mm. the most impact. I can speak to that as a survivor. And sometimes the loudest ones in the room have a great big vision. So it's like my husband says, um, he adores you, by the way. Marvin loves you so much, Nikki. Um, he oh, so thank you so much. I love Marvin, too. Oh, my gosh, he adores you. And he's like, I know last night, he's like, I know you're going on with my rock sister, Nikki. I know you're going to be mixing it up. That's exactly what he said. I said, you know, that's right. So he adores you. But, yes, he is just, um, he's the best. He's, he's intuitive. He is the smartest man I know. He's brilliant on a myriad of levels, and um, and he has just really brought so much, I say so much oomph, that's what I say, you know, to a space of songwriting because we're nominated together, which is an absolute dream come true. And uh, this is his first music nomination. Uh, this is such a big deal for him. I'm so excited for him. People are excited for the both of us, but I, I'm more excited for him because you know, Nikki, you and I, we've been down this road. You know, you and I have had nominations. We've had wins. 
Um, but for him, I'm very, very excited. Well, congratulations again to the two of you. Such a wonderful accomplishment. Very, very beautiful song. Yeah, I mean, this nomination, you know, is is a win for us, is a huge win for us. It's so unexpected. We were stunned. We were shocked. And so the way it's impacted our community, this is a win. We're, we're, we're heading to the Grand Ole Opry as winners along with you and our indie music community, and we're feeling very grateful, honored, and blessed. With that, this is a great place for us to take a short break for a word from one of our partners in podcasting. This is Tim from Front Range Radio. We'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Sim Radio. Front Range Radio, playing a variety of indie music, a 24-7 music festival for your ears. You can find Front Range Radio at frontrangeradio.net. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network and my awesome guest, Kristen Speller. Kristen, going forward, where do you see your businesses taking you? Well, right now... We're really doing a lot of the legwork and the groundwork. Marvin has had a vision for several years to open up a resource center in Los Angeles for our community. It takes a lot, and so we're just seeing how we can do that. Um, And there's nothing wrong with going big or starting small. So we're having meetings with community partners and investors and to see what's what. Because ultimately, Nikki, our resource center will be a cove for all of it, for Double Down, for the music, for everything, because like you said, everything runs in tandem together. So that is the biggest goal in terms of our nonprofit and honing everything under one umbrella. And then with Double Down, we have some exciting things happening, and we can't really talk about much at the moment, but we definitely are are seeing um, some exciting things in our future, we're working with some new people, and we're being mentored um, by some new fantastic people. And we really believe that in the midst of everyone entering the clean beauty space, Double Down Cosmetics has has been there, and um, we're not going anywhere, and we're in this for the long haul. And at the same time, you know, I get asked a lot of questions about, like, some of my dear friends. They have left the beauty space. They've closed down their brands, um, and they're expanding with their uh, individual endeavors. And there's nothing wrong with that either. I think sometimes when people say, oh, I'm going to end this, I'm going to close this, I'm going to do this, there's nothing wrong with that. I think we have to really think outside the box and have a different mindset because there are other businesses that I want to create, that I have created. We just, you know, haven't released them yet. But um, I think that there's room for all of it. And I think that your goals should really be aligned with what you want to do. And for us, what we want to do is, um, you know, we really want to open up this resource center. We're also very excited to bring back our podcast, which we started uh, two years ago, but we had to end it with COVID because our community needed us, um, which was the greater impact. But the double down dish is coming back. We are so excited we have a lot to say, and we really feel like this is really going to be our home for so much. And uh, we're really excited to serve it up and dish it out. So uh, those two and three things um, we're very much looking forward to. Ooh, I'm looking forward to all of that. It's absolutely wonderful. 
I want to make sure that we do educate as well as we're uh, doing our podcast. And you are an advocate for all of these wonderful organizations. If someone is being abused, how can they contact you if they need help? Okay, one of the things that we do is we release my email publicly. And so this is how people have gotten in touch with me. So my email is Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, S-P-E-L-L-E-I.com. So Kristen at KristenSpella.com. They also can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233, which stands for SAFE. So 1-800-799-SAFE. And also they can call 911. And if that is unsafe, they can go to thehotline.org and there will be a security alert, a pop-up button if they need to escape um, if someone's looking over their shoulders. So there are many different avenues that we propose to our community, and those are some of them. Thank you for sharing that. That is important information that we wanted to make sure that our listeners had. Kristen, before we sign off, anything else you would like to share with our listeners? Where can they find you on social media, websites, all of that fun stuff? Okay. Well, my music website is being redone, but it's kristensella.com. And then we have our a nonprofit website, which is being redone as well, which is uh, from here to there, la.org. And then we have our cosmetics website, doubledowncosmetics.com. And the one thing I want to share with listeners is that, you know, really hone in on your vision. Don't let anyone steer you in a different direction. If you stand on something, be a leader and stand on something. Don't ever budge on your values, on your mission, and on your ethics. Oh, that is wonderful. I love that. That is a fabulous tagline. Thank you. Well, love it. It's truth and facts, in my opinion. I'm glad you love it because I love (laughs) you and I'm so honored to be here. Oh, you're so sweet. You're so sweet. Absolutely love you back. And Kristen, I would like to thank you so, so, so very much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know that you've been traveling all over the place and you've had so many things going on. So I appreciate it so very much that you've taken the time to speak with us today, talk about all the wonderful things that you and your husband are doing, all of the new music potentially that's gonna be coming out. I'm very excited for you. I'm proud to call you my sister. I'm proud of all your accomplishments. And everyone, please go and support Double Down Cosmetics. Check out all of the wonderful advocacy work that Kristen and her husband are doing. It is absolutely fabulous. We are excited for them for their nomination. We thank you. It has been such a pleasure having you on my show. Thank you, all of you, for listening and tuning into Mixing It. On behalf of all of us here at Sim Radio, this is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on mixing it.